everybody, and welcome back to iZombie Radio, your source for everything iZombie related here on the DC TV Podcast Network. I'm Chris King, and I am joined today by only one of my two awesome co-hosts, that's Mr. Blaze Hopkins. Blaze, how are you doing, man? I am doing very well, Chris. We, uh, it's been a relaxing day. Finished off with some good shows tonight, so, as we were just discussing... But, uh... Yes, we were. The Arrow finale was awesome! Yeah, I think <laughs> it'll kind of be nice. I feel like this might help uh, a little, have a little free time. Or at least a little more, like, TV free time. But, yeah, I'm doing well. Good. Good, good, good weekend coming up for us with uh, Memorial Day. Yeah, man, for sure. It's going to be nice to have that extra day off. Mm-hmm. And kind of just relax and hopefully the weather the weather for us here in like the philly area is going to be like in the 70s which is pretty solid so i'll take i'll take that not too hot not too cold uh but uh but yeah guys uh so it's just me and blaze this week um unfortunately sean for for personal family reasons was not able to record with us this week but he should be back uh for next week's episode uh but just want to make sure you guys know everything's fine he will be back He's okay. He just has to attend to a couple things. Uh, but yeah, uh, without further ado, we're just going to kind of jump right into it. Um, in case anybody's curious, I'm doing quite well. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nothing nothing really new or interesting to bring up. But uh, but yeah, we can um, we can dive right into it. We have like one one minor piece of news, uh, which is comes from um, TVInsider.com. And it talks about uh, the character of Chase Graves, played by Jason Doring of, uh, of Veronica Mars fame, who we were introduced to in uh, this Tuesday's episode. But what this article, article mainly focuses on is the dynamic between Chase and Liv, which we haven't seen yet. Um, and it also features the first photo of the two of them together. So, real quick, before Blaze and I chat about it, I'll just read a couple of the quotes um, from from uh, Rob Thomas and Rose McIver. Uh, so, this is how Rob Thomas describes Chase Graves. He's an enig- enigmatic character, which is, of course, saying we can say nothing, Rob Thomas says. And then, um, both him uh, uh, and then Diane Regaria uh, Rig- Wright said that it was so fun to write for Jason Doring again. And you could picture what you were going to get. That's after her experience with working on uh, with him on Veronica Mars. And then Rose McIver also had a lot of nice things to say about uh, Jason Doring, saying he's so fantastic. He is a really specific character who is unlike anything we've seen. He's not just another tough guy. He's calculating and interesting. Liv doesn't quite know where to, uh, where to put him initially. I think people will enjoy seeing Jason in such a different role. Um, and then again, we have the photo of the two of them. So... Uh, Blaze, uh, from what we get in this article and then obviously the photo itself too, and, and we should let you guys know this photo comes from, uh, next Tuesday's episode on May 30th. Uh, so that's when their first encounter would be, but just from the little bits, uh, little bit of info we get here, what are you thinking about this, uh, this new dynamic between Liv and Chase? Well, Chris, (laughs) they say a picture's worth a thousand words. (laughs) Um, I think this is pretty, I think all of that's pretty revealing, and it has me excited, because 
as we'll get more into in the episode review, this is definitely something I want to talk about because I think, like, I don't even, I think it's just very exciting because it looks like it's going to be completely different. I mean, as the, we got a little tease of him last night and I think it's going to be, you know, we've, uh, we've been talking about how this show has been going into like high gear, it feels like. Mm-hmm. And I think whereas Vivian, you know, never necessarily added to that. Yeah. This guy is going to. No, for sure. He he's already in that one scene we see he handles things a lot lot more differently than Vivian ever has. Mm-hmm. And he he has this very he's very much a, like a militant kind of man. Um, he doesn't seem like he's taking any BS from anybody, and uh, there's like a harshness and a cruelty to him that mm-hmm. we we didn't really get with Vivian. You know, Vivian was blunt and to the point, but she wasn't gonna shoot you in the gut for stealing uh, Supermax. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel <laughs> like getting, I mean I feel like you know when whenever they had Vivian and her two uh, other employees in the room with her. And how it's like she always had the military, you know, uh, general or whatever. I don't know what his rank was. Yeah. And she'd always basically be like, oh, like, down, boy. You know, like, no, like, we're not going to do that. I feel like that was almost them, like, very lightly teasing. Yeah, no, definitely. And, like, because we, we, know, we know Vivian could take care of herself. Like, we saw her shooting up zombies mm-hmm. in the season two finale, but... She was kind of more fun and playful, and also she was uh, as a character, but then also as like a person in the sh- within the show, she was more understanding and more sympathetic. Mm-hmm. I feel like to um, to certain people, to humans even too. And I mean, really, this can lead us right into it. I, that's, I figure, yeah, that's what... yeah, yeah. Well, well, guys, we're just gonna head right into our discussion of uh, of last night's episode, season three, episode eight, uh, Eda Knievel, <laughs> which is a fun. <laughs> Yeah, I love that title. Um, but uh, and this will be fun, Blaze, because you and I really we haven't talked about this at all this episode. Like, yeah, that's we have, true. But uh, but let's start since we're already talking here about Chase Graves. Um, so in last night's episode, big shocker within like the first five minutes, Vivian dies in a helicopter crash uh, explosion, which yeah. suck, which sucks. Yeah, uh, I'm still not sure how I feel about it 100, percent but um. But then, yeah, but then we get Chase comes in here, and I'm really curious now with how we see he comes in, he busts up the wake that they're having, that the mercenaries are having, and he, again, he shoots uh, Justin in the gut after he admits that he stole the Supermax. Mm-hmm. I mean, this does not seem like the type of guy who's going to be sympathetic if he finds out that Major's a human. Uh, I feel like he's going to deal with it in a much more a... Uh, a much more deadly and final way than Vivian did. And also, is he going to be cool with someone like Clive coming in and giving updates on the investigation? Like, mm-hmm. I yeah, feel this like this is that wild it, card. Exactly. Like this, I did not even see this coming, dude. And it elevates things. Like you said, it sucks so much that Vivian is gone. Um, yeah. I also, dude, I honestly assume that this dude shot the rocket willingly. Oh, really? Okay. I don't, I don't know, but, like, 
just from how, you know, like you said, how extreme he already is. I just, we, I don't even know anymore. You this, think it might have, you might have, it might have been a potentially hostile takeover. Yeah, like I think this guy, I think this guy is just like insane. Okay. But he's gonna be calculated. I can see, I can see that. I mean, he's definitely gonna be. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what Rose even says in the article. He seems very like. He doesn't seem like he's going to be, like, he's a wild card in a way because we don't know what to expect from him. Yeah. But he seems like he's going to be very methodical with what he does. Yeah, I think, like, I think basically this will be the what if um, we saw Vivian, like, angry. Like, really, like, full. Like, this, I don't know, I think this will be very interesting now. It just kind of takes the show and uh, it adds a new major player to the game. For sure, and it's like we've just gotten comfortable with Fillmore Graves, right? Like I wrote in my review yeah. last night, yep. like, oh, it's we we just are starting to think of it as this like kind of safe and secure place that our our main characters can go to. Not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, yeah, man. With with Chase leading the charge now, it's. It's really going to shake things up in a way. And yeah, I'm like, because I'm like pretty uh, worried about Major now. Yep, same, 100%. Um, because we have Vivian find out. Yeah. And she seems relatively okay, like, relatively okay with it. You know, she takes him off duty, but and she kind of wants to know more about the cure. But that's mm-hmm. But that's it, whereas like, but yeah, like, how do you think if Chase somehow finds out, how do you think he's going to deal with it? Um, I don't know. I think where we suspected, um, Vivian possibly wanted the zombie apocalypse or zombie, I guess, zombies to be revealed. Um, maybe not kind of, maybe she was preparing for it, but I think this guy for sure is like why would we want to you know why would we want to be human again like we are now advanced yeah that they are in a way like a superior yes. yeah 100% no i i agree um and yeah that's what i really wonder especially when he sees that liv pretty much only surrounds herself for the most part with humans I feel like he's kind of going to be like, you know, what are you doing? Like, come, come, come with us. We're, you know, we're this powerful military entity. You know, we have all these resources. Mm-hmm. You know, z- zombies unite, zombies yeah. first. That, that kind of rhetoric. Um, but yeah, I mean, the fact that they say he's calculating in this article though makes me really curious what his end game is, mm-hmm. because. It, it makes me think like he, he's not going to just be like exterminate humans. I'm, I'm really wondering if he, I wonder if he's going to want to make new zombies. If he's going to like, I'm really, I don't know. And I, I like you said, it's very exciting that he's such a wild card right mm-hmm. now. Um, because we kind of we knew exactly what Vivian's game plan was, or at least we thought we did. And but now with Chase, it's like. The whole, the whole thing is is new and fresh again. Yeah, no, I think it's. I'm definitely just happy. It was something I wasn't expecting, I guess. For sure, for sure, and 
Another interesting kind of wrinkle this brings up is uh, is that uh, Angus was planning on potentially trying to do business with mm-hmm. Fillmore Graves, and then looks now, you know, we'll get into exactly how Blaine uh, takes down his <laughs> da- takes down his dad in a minute because that was probably the most entertaining part of the episode. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, but. Uh, now Blaine is. It seems like he's going to try to pursue that relationship, but really with with Chase in charge, I don't see how any partnerships going to be formed. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm. So that's what I'm really curious. What Blaine's got up his sleeve, like what what exactly he's he's going to do there. And as 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 excited as I am to see Liv and Chase interact, I'm almost even more excited to see Chase interact with someone like Blaine. Yeah, no, it's. I just think it's funny because that was definitely a really clever way for them to, I guess, weave Blaine's reentry from a villainous standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, th- I thought that was a really clever setup. But yeah, I think that it's interesting because I feel like, you know, Blaine sort of is. Uh, I feel like Blaine's almost like on a warpath in a way, or he's just in a really bad mood, like basically loses Peyton, gets outed, goes back to being evil, and yeah. then like does this all with it to his dad and everything. And uh, so I feel like we're going to see him in a, a rather aggressive um, way. I mean, as we saw last night. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Yeah, like that sort of goes away, but I think, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to eventually see him... Uh, interact with these new characters and someone like chase you know i feel like that yeah could be a recipe for disaster because you have two guys who we've seen be calculated and uh and then blaine you know but blaine we know he's evil so and he's manipulative definitely and we do kind of see him be quintessential blaine in this episode yes popping out of the crate Back with a bang, quite literally. Definitely. Oh, and he's back being a zombie, too. Yep, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, yeah. Like, that was not totally unexpected, but a fun a fun mm-hmm. little a fun little surprise. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, again, it, it makes him more fun, kind of. And I think it's funny how it sort of reflects on his feelings. Like, without Peyton, he was just willing to die, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, I think Blaine feels like he has nothing else to lose at this point. No, definitely. And, I mean, he, it was probably, too, the only way he could have survived last week yeah. was to get scratched. Oh, scratch. yeah, 100%. After, I mean, he got, he got his guts, he got his, got shot right in the gut there, and, yeah, it's uh, he definitely is. See, he like he seems like he's back to his his old ways for sure. Mm-hmm. But it almost seems like he's got like you said because he has nothing else left now in a way. He's got this kind of new determination, like because uh, because here was my thing. I absolutely loved his takedown of Angus in last mm-hmm. night's episode. Oh yeah. I thought, I thought it was a little quick, I, and part of that I think is the 13 episode season again. 
Like, mm-hmm. I would have liked, liked to have seen him plan this out a little bit. It kind of just seemed to happen. Yeah. Um, but I still thought it was great. But I think that's kind of indicative of where Blaine's at right now, kind of how fast he did it, mm-hmm. that he is just, like, so motivated yeah. to get back on top in a way that even before, when he was killing kids and mm-hmm. stealing their brains, it's even more so now that he is, like, Nope, I'm going to be on top. No one's taking this from me. I'm going to get back what's mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a blast watching David Anders playing this version of him again, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, no, I agree. It's fun to have him back, and like you said, he's he's motivated. He, uh, I agree though. I think I would have liked to have seen like more in, I guess, his plan or just like transition i guess yes i agree um i definitely am with you there but i think you know i don't know i i'm just happy they at least were able to cram it into this episode if they had to no for sure and again i think it's partly because of the 13 episode order partly because yeah. partly because of robert nepper's availability um but i'm i mean i am glad like you said the most important thing is is that he is back and got just that exchange with his uh, – a couple of exchanges he has in this episode are, like, pure, snarky, awesome Blaine. Like, mm-hmm. when he when he's listening to the music and he almost shoots the one guy and he goes, almost added another stain to those overalls. And the guy's like, I think you might have. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I love it at the end with his dad when he's just like, you are a waste of my sperm. And then Blaine just – he takes a minute and he just goes – I gotta say that kind of stings, and mm-hmm. then he, and then he uh, essentially throws them down a well. Essentially, yeah. Uh, oh God, and it was just so, so good. Um, yeah, I, I'm really curious. Well, what did you think about his decision to uh, keep Donnie around, though? He had to, dude. I mean, he had, you know, like he said, basically Donnie is basically a follower. He's a rat. He always will be. Like we talked about it. He's a yeah. survivor. And I, I mean, I think Blaine's just playing it very Blaine. Like he knows Donnie is going to like kiss his feet now. Um, and I liked though, but the th- honestly though, I did like how he was like, oh, you know, like the the bar thing is like your thing like you've been doing well with it because i think even though blaine obviously is saying that to like he's he he makes donnie think blaine's basically giving him like a big privilege or like hey we're some type of equals Mm -hmm. but he just wants him to be comfortable and distracted and like keep his ego a little fluffed while blaine is gonna dive into this you know these new this uh, I guess expanded business and for, uh, and the possibility sure. of rubbing up with people like Chase Graves. Definitely, he's using him as a pawn mm-hmm. and like, and he can he can kind of use him for whatever kind of as a means to an end for different things. Uh, and again, yeah, he Donnie gets to feel like that bit of power with being in charge of the bar while. Blaine's like, all right, I'm going to be making the big money and the big mm-hmm. moves oh, oh, in the back office here. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. Uh, 
Yeah, it's um, it's gonna be uh, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see though. I I really can't wait uh, to see him get tied up with Fillmore Graves, especially because it's gonna tie him up again with the rest of the group. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and that will be a lot of fun, especially mm-hmm. especially with you know everyone knowing that he lied now and everything. Yeah. Um, that's why, dude, as I mean, we've talked about it before, and as much as we love David Anders, um, I, I don't know, I feel like Blaine's sort of coming, he's, he's gonna have a chance that this is his end. I, I mean, yeah, it's like, it seems, yeah, it's, it's a mix of yes, I want it to, and yes, I mean, I think it feels right for the character. Or at least next season. Yeah, I, I don't. Because again, see... I think with the amount of episodes left, you know. Yeah, I don't see Blaine making it to the end of the series. Yeah. Yes. Because there's only so many times where, and that's what I have loved this season is like, they haven't let him be Mister All and Powerful. Like they mm-hmm. had his his awful, terrible day last week. Yeah. And the, and then now they have um, him kind of getting his power back, and it's really fun and everything. But uh. But yeah, man, it will. Uh, really curious to see how it all unfolds. Um, but yeah, aside from that, this episode, for the most part, aside from those kind of two big developments, there's there's the end scene which we can we can talk about in a little bit. Uh, but it's it's mainly just kind of like a a more fun, lighthearted episode. Well, as, as as fun and lighthearted as you can be when it involves someone getting caught on fire and infidelity, but mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but dude, how that prank video of him finding his girlfriend with Finn? Oh my! Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh god! I was just, like the look on Clive's and Liv's face when they were watching it, just like especially Clive. I know. I was, I was like, yep, yep, I agree with you, dude. This is some this is some messed up stuff. Um. But but yeah, aside from uh, again, aside from these kind of big shifts with with the Fillmore Graves uh, new boss, and now obviously with Blaine taking over for uh, taking out his dad and taking over that business, we just kind of get a fun case where it lives on this prank obsessed stuntman daredevil type brain, mm-hmm. and she's doing stupid things and pranking Clive, and it's it's pretty fun. I. I don't know if it's as fun as I was expecting it to be from the promo, and I'm not sure if I got as many laughs as I did last week with preschool teacher brain, um, but I still thoroughly enjoyed uh, enjoyed this brain. How about you, Blaze? I definitely agree. I think that this brain was just fun, and uh, but I thought it fit in the as the being less serious to a bunch of the other things that went on. And, uh, yeah, I don't think it made me necessarily laugh out loud as much, but I was, like, giggling a bit, you know, it was, like, that more internal, like, funny. Um, I thought it was just, like, she, again, acts it so well. Yeah. And it just makes it really enjoyable to watch. Um, even just right from the beginning, when she, like, goes in and starts stapling her head. Yeah. Like, no, for... <laughs> For, for sure. Because, again, and that just, like, also gets us more Malcolm faces. Oh, dude, yeah. Malcolm Goodwin's <laughs> expressions are 
There, there should be a Twitter account for it. You should make yeah, it a, right? a, tw- a Twitter account. Or for a like, hashtag. Yeah, hashtag Malcolm Faces, hashtag Clive Faces. <laughs> um, yeah, I no, I agree. Uh, the, the other thing I've been noticing about this season, brain-wise, um, they haven't, as much in past seasons, really tied the theme of the episode with Liv's brain. Mm-hmm. It seems like this season, and maybe that's why, as a whole, the brains this season, not all of them has have worked as well for me as some others. Um, is like it's kind of just like, oh, this is a fun idea, and we'll put it in this episode with all these other things. Yeah, but it might not necessarily totally connect. Yeah, hundred uh, no, percent there. Yeah, and I mean, in some ways, it does. Like, I it, there's it's a stretch, but you can kind of make the connection that. Liv's taking all these risks, and then the biggest risk she takes actually takes is at the end of the episode with Ravi, um, when they go to the zombie truthers meeting. But it's a uh, it's a little thin to try to try to make that connection. I think if I had again one complaint for the season, I think it's that lack of connecting the brain with the kind of like emotional state of Liv or like the theme mm-hmm. of the, the story for the week. Uh, but, but yeah, overall, definitely an enjoyable brain. Uh, with it, we get the, the fun date between Liv and Justin, mm-hmm. uh, which brings back your favorite drink, Blaze. Super Max. Live to the max. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we get so we get to see them, like, I, were they throwing up giant darts? Like, yes. I didn't even know what the, yeah, yeah. And Justin gets impaled by the one, mm-hmm. and, like, it's just kind of goofy. Uh, and then she kisses him, which was a pretty big development. Yeah. Because uh, now it seems like they're definitely going to be getting more serious before the end of the season. Yeah, I was, I was, I really enjoyed it. I just think that they've done a nice job of, with uh, Justin and this new relationship and everything. And I really like how it's developing. Um, again, I think, yeah, because of the the episode amount and everything they're you know they're weaving this back in in nicely to make it feel like we've seen it develop um because i I like him as a character for sure and i i love the the kind of callbacks to her previous dates with lol and drake when she's like okay man like before i've had like uh, a guy come in here when I uh, on like uh, who ate the brain of a gay guy, and that when I was on, um, and you know, I was on horny librarian brain. Like she's bringing mm-hmm. up all like the past dates and how they've gone wrong with the different brains they've been on. So she's like, we got to be on the same level. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was kind of really fun and and a nice a nice little callback there. And yeah, I really like Justin as a character. Um, so. I'm I'm kind of cool with them moving forward with this, uh, and I'm excited that Liv has someone who's like kind of zo- you know who's a zombie that she can connect with in this way. Uh, oh, and one other thing I want to point out uh, is what I'm happy about that this brain did is I love the random things that we get to discover about Ravi, like the random things he's a fan of. Like last season, we had his love of magic. Mm-hmm. And and now and, and now like in last night's episode we had, um, 
him being a fan of Finvincible and the whole prank videos mm-hmm. team. <laughs> I, I I thought and like he was like acting like they were celebrities. I thought that was great. Yeah, uh, I, no, me too. I think it. <laughs> and and again, almost bet almost better is like Clive's reaction to it. Just like again, Clive's reaction to the to Robbie's love of magic last season was like, what the hell? And it's the same in this one where he's like, mm-hmm. really, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just how he's like so into it the whole time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. no, it's it's a lot of fun. For sure, for sure, and uh, and then also, yeah. what did you think about him uh, going undercover alone? Yeah, well, that's what I want to get to because everything's kind of like fun and goofy for the most yeah. part. And then we and then we get to the like kind of ominous. Like, the last ten minutes of the episode, the crap goes down. Yeah, because uh, we get we get Chase Graves, we get Blaine taking over. Yeah, and then we get that final scene where Liv. Uh, Liv dons her Rose McIver look, and, uh, <laughs> and it's the same kind of normal, you know, the spray tan and the wigs. It looks kind of similar to how she did in last season's episode. Um, he blinded me with science when she went undercover at Max Rager. So she does that, and she and Ravi go in, and yeah, man, that, that whole scene where you see, first it starts, you see them testing, you know, uh, the pulse and then all of a sudden to um and and then all of a sudden uh Harley Johns is like I think I know you and it just kind of gets like it gets more and more and the tension kind of just keeps on rising and rising throughout that whole scene it was really well done yeah no i think it it's good cuz it shows that he's like he's also not dumb yes like i thought it was cool that was a really nice touch to have the it show that these again this group is growing and that they are very aggressive i guess yeah for sure so it'll be interesting and i I feel like this is where we're almost gonna see um i think it'll be interesting if we ever get to the point where somebody where again like a chase graves who sort of feels like the zombie version of harley um, obviously I think Chase is a lot smarter, but again, I think it's interesting that these characters might all cross over. No, for sure. And I agree with you. I'm glad they didn't make Harley too dumb. I also like the fact that they have their own way of testing people, similar to how the scratching post did with the pepper. Yes. Yeah. Not, that was I, a good parallel. Yeah. Really good parallel. A nice, nice detail. Um, and, and yeah, I, I just loved Again, how how much Liv thought that, um, or I just loved how how much the tension in that scene just kind of built and built. Um, and I am curious, like, do you think Liv would have agreed to do this if she hadn't been on Daredevil Brain? Hmm, that's a good. That's a very good question, actually. Yeah, because part of me is like, would she have thought it through a little more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I am, dude, actually now, yeah, I definitely think it was, um, because just, yeah, her, I guess, like, her, the quickness that she sort of, like, wants to go do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, it makes it feel like a dare to her, so. That's, uh, yeah, no, I don't know, that's very interesting. 
what if it wore off while they got there? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like uh, that's why she crap. backed out. Yeah. Well, that was a whole good thinking on his feet on the feet on his feet by Ravi there yeah. too. Um, that was that was real good. And then, yeah, and then like you said, Ravi goes in alone, and I love love this storyline for Ravi. Same, it's like, dude. It's it's something different. It's something fresh, mm-hmm. and it and it gives him a chance to to kind of put his life on the line and be a hero, like where he sort of failed in the season two finale and has still been kind of like beating himself up about not being like that hero for pain because he stayed in the car. Mm-hmm. Now he now he kind of gets to be heroic in a way here. And, yeah, no, uh, I think it'll be a nice. Uh, I think we'll watch his character change a little bit too, and I think. Again, this is just the... I think this is the show doing a great job of showing its cohesiveness and, like, the evolution of, you know, these individuals and, and sort of still being a part of the whole. Um, because, yeah, like you said, just from the whole thing with Blaine, you know, back in season two, when... Um, when he stays in the car and everything, and now this... Uh, he doesn't necessarily, I guess, ask to or like prefer to be put in this situation. But yeah, I think Ravi's just gonna realize that sort of the stakes are raising and everything, and uh, he's gonna have to get comfortable in these types of situations, possibly. For sure, and I like too that he's the one who volunteers himself initially. When yeah. He's like, he's like, hey, Harley doesn't know my face. Like mm-hmm. I could, um. I mean, I'm sure neither he nor Liv thought it was going to be as dangerous yeah. as it ends up being, uh, but... Because especially, like, I think also you have to assume this might be a recurring trend, like him attending these meetings. I'm, I'm hoping so. It's um, better not. It better not be just, like, a one-time deal. I'm assuming it's going to be something he does over the next final, over the final few episodes of the season, because we have five episodes left, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I, I'm hoping that it's something that he kind of continues to, to do because this is the way that they can find, um, this is the way that they can find the killers of Wally and his family. You know, like like if you ha- truly have someone on the inside, not not just monitoring message boards, but like being there in person with them. Um, I just wonder too, though. Is this going to somehow put Ravi and Chase Graves' crosshairs? Yeah, that's true as well. I mean, if, if, he, if he's at the wrong meeting, basically. Um, yep. I mean, like you had brought up earlier, even with Clive, like how is Chase going to be, how receptive is he going to be to, you know, having humans around, having humans know their plans? Um, exactly, and like what if So he, he could act they, much more radically... Yeah, what if they find out about one of these meetings and he sends in a mercenary group to take out all the zombie truthers? Mm-hmm. Ravi's there, like there's there's a pot- there's a potential for some some bad crap to go down like that. Uh, so yeah, Ra- Ravi getting entangled into this world is very very exciting, and I, I like it too because it gives Rahul something different to play, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think we saw that he could play kind of more. 
like morally ambiguous characters, like even on Supergirl, um, in his one episode there, like I, I like that he might get something a little bit darker to do here. Um, and I think it will also again give Ravi like a, a new opportunity as a character to, to, to step up in a way. Like I love Ravi, and I love he's the guy who makes the cure. He's the guy really who's like going to save everybody by mm-hmm. by having created that. But like that actually throw him into the into the thick of it and into the action uh, is pretty cool and and definitely definitely something I'm looking forward to. I'm really hoping it's not just like the beginning of next episode and then he never goes back to a meeting. That would that mm-hmm. would bump that would bump me out. But. Yeah, that exactly. I think that this is a a good change for him and they should run with it because I think because his character is the only character like the only scientist mm-hmm. so no matter what we're always going to get him at least a little bit trying to work on that cure and everything um for sure so yeah and that's the thing too like he can't work on a new version of the cure right now because there's no yeah. there's no taint there's no tainted utopium yep. so instead of having him just kind of be twiddling his thumbs in the morgue you know it gives yeah. him uh definitely something Something more fun, and uh, and definitely very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, and I think the cool thing is to it, it. If you had asked me, like, oh, like who would have been the character that would have propelled this like zombie human storyline forward? I never would have thought it would have been Ravi, and mm-hmm. yet here we are potentially with him being the kind of crux of it. I think it's just. Uh, Again, goes to show that you can never really, you never really know exactly what to expect with the iZombie. Mm-hmm. Also, but, uh, I yeah. Think, what if um, you know what I think could be interesting if uh, sorry, just thinking back to uh, kind of about the episode as a whole because I was thinking if there's anything else I wanted to uh, mm-hmm. bring up, but what if uh. Everybody, Chase Graves finding out Major is uh, human. What if he thinks he's like a spy or something? Yeah, yep. That's that's what I'm thinking. Just because, yeah. If and and how will everybody but Justin react to it? Yep. 100%, and then poor dude. Major will become an outcast again. He's got. He just wants a home. He exactly. People, he just wants. He just wants people to love him and not call him the chaos killer. Is it that so much that? <laughs> but uh, even though he kind of was the chaos killer, but he didn't kill anybody. Um, yeah, that's a really oh man, Ugh. it's not gonna be uh, the two people I'm worried about most right now are Major and Ravi as we mm-hmm. as we end this episode. And yeah, I, I got some, I got a feeling some some not good stuffs coming their way. But... <laughs> But hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll end up on the other side. Um, yeah. Uh, as for other things, I'd want to add. Just uh, again, I always bring up the fun title cards. My two favorites from last night were "Sleepless in Seattle" and mm-hmm. then uh, "Stunt Stunt Force Trauma." Was really funny too. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I just I'm really curious, man. I want Liv to finish that that uh, that comment she was making about what they might have filled. Uh, filled Rudy's uh, Boston cream donut with when, when Clive cuts her off. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone can use their imagination for that. Yeah. Uh, But, (laughs) but, uh, but no, yeah, overall, I'm really like, again, just kind of like, like, like last week, 
a solid episode. Definitely something that I think, again, sets the, it's more of a table-setting episode, but this really is 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 kind of introduce, introducing us to like some new players, especially with Chase Graves, especially with Blaine kind of having regained power. Um, I think we're getting even a better look now at what, what we're going to see as we head into this final stretch of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else you wanted to add at all, boys? Uh, let's see. I don't think so. Yeah, no. Uh, I think we touched on everything uh, I wanted to cover. All right. Awesome. Well, then, uh, before we go, we'll just tell everybody here where they can find us on the interwebs. Uh, Blaze, where can people find you? You can find me at Blaze Hopkins on Twitter. The Flash finished up. Um, Got to find something to review next. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always always down to interact and doing comic reviews still. Um, so, yeah, hit me up on there. All right. Awesome. Um, yeah, you guys can find me um, on Twitter at CKinger13. Uh, I just posted my review tonight of the Arrow season finale, and then I did my review of last night's iZombies up there, and my review of Monday's Supergirl season finale is up there as well. So if you're into comic book TV shows on the CW, <laughs> my, twi- my Twitter's the place to go. Um, and lastly, guys, I just want to say, uh, so we put up the uh asking for feedback for last night's episode we did not get any but um just uh you know if you want your voice to be heard on the show guys tweet tweet at either iZombie radio mm-hmm. or or any of us we want to hear your thoughts we want to share your thoughts um we want to make this podcast as much about you guys as it is about us even more about you guys um our listeners um so please yeah just let us know what you uh for next week's episode, we'll try to get that out uh, a little earlier, too. There were some issues last night because uh, Sean's cable wasn't working, so he couldn't live tweet, and he usually posts that right afterwards. Um, but, uh, but yeah, guys, just uh, just definitely interact with us on Twitter. Let us know what you're thinking of the season. And uh, if you don't want to interact with us personally on Twitter, you can interact with us at our Radio Twitter account. Again, that is at Radio. You can also find us on Facebook um, at iZombie Radio, and then uh, we are a part of the DC TV Podcast Network. So you can follow that whole network on Twitter. You can subscribe to the Mega Feed on iTunes, which is now working again. So that will get you all of the shows, including ours. It will get you Supergirl Radio, Flash Podcast, Quiver, all those good stuff, all that good stuff. And uh, we've also added uh, two new shows. Uh, that we we mentioned last week, mentioned them again here. There's going to be the Krypton podcast. I don't know if that's what it's called exactly. I think it is. And then the Black Lightning podcast um, covering the new shows, Black Lightning on the CW, and then Krypton, which will be on sci-fi. So uh, if you're interested in either of those, be on the lookout for the first episodes uh, from those podcast teams. They've got some great people on both shows. Um, and yeah, and as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. We all we always really, really appreciate uh, your support here on iZombie Radio, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Take care. <laughs>